From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, February 24th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Muammar Gaddafi has ordered his forces to crush the rebellion in Libya. There was fierce fighting today near Tripoli. We're going to hear from one Gaddafi opponent in the capital who's determined to stay until the dictator falls. I could leave, but I choose not to. And in fact, one of my sisters who's abroad at the moment, she's planning to come back within the next two days. So if we're going to die, we're going to die all together. Now, this news. BBC News with Cathy Clugston. The Libyan leader, Muammar Gaddafi, has again broadcast to the Libyan people amidst the uprising that's seen him lose control of much of the country. In a broadcast that did not show him in vision, Colonel Gaddafi denounced the violence in Libya as international terrorism and blamed it on the al-Qaeda leader, Osama bin Laden. He also claimed many of the young people protesting had been given drugs and urged families to restrain their sons and bring them home. With an assessment of the speech, here's Shazeb Jilani. In sharp contrast to his televised speech earlier this week, in which he appeared combative, this time Colonel Gaddafi sounded less aggressive. There was a recognition that Libya was in a mess, though he made no reference to the fact that eastern Libya was now effectively out of his control. He also admitted that the country's oil revenues were under threat and appeared to suggest fresh concessions by offering pay rises, economic benefits and changes in local government. Colonel Gaddafi repeatedly referred to Zawiya, a town 50 kilometres west of the capital Tripoli, where fierce fighting has been reported. A witness there said an army unit had attacked protesters at a mosque with machine guns and grenades. A doctor said he'd seen at least 10 dead. The BBC has not been able to confirm these reports independently. The Swiss government says it has ordered an immediate freeze on any assets belonging to Colonel Gaddafi and his associates. From Geneva, Imogen Folks reports. First Tunisia, then Egypt, now Libya. This time Switzerland has not even waited for confirmation that an unpopular leader has been ousted. Assets belonging to Muammar Gaddafi and his associates are being frozen immediately. In a statement, the Swiss government said it condemned the violence against the Libyan people in the strongest possible terms, adding that it wanted to prevent the misuse of any funds which were rightfully theirs. Meanwhile, a senior French diplomat, François Zimaret, has said he believes there's enough evidence to start an international inquiry into Colonel Gaddafi for crimes against humanity. The government of Algeria has carried out its pledge to lift the state of emergency in place for the past 19 years. The emergency was imposed as part of efforts to suppress dissent by Islamists and the ensuing war cost a quarter of a million lives. Chloe Arnold reports from Algiers. Algeria's cabinet had approved a draft order to cancel the country's 19-year state of emergency this week. On Thursday, the official Gazette published the order, allowing the decree to come into immediate effect. The move's being seen as a concession to opposition groups, who've called for a change in Algeria's regime amid a wave of unrest that's sweeping the Arab world. But despite the lifting of the state of emergency, the president, Abdelaziz Bouteflika, says the weekly opposition rallies in the capital will still be banned. World News from the BBC. 
The New Zealand government says the number of people confirmed dead in Tuesday's earthquake in the city of Christchurch has risen to 102. The Civil Defence Minister, John Carter, said 228 others remained unaccounted for. He said no survivors had been found since Wednesday. The authorities in the United States say they've arrested a Saudi man in connection with an alleged bomb plot. The Justice Department said the arrested man, a 20-year-old student, was detained on Wednesday, charged with the attempted use of a weapon of mass destruction. Steve Kingston reports from Washington. When FBI agents raided the Texas home of Khalid al